Yeah, I mean, you can't achieve those goals overnight. You can't achieve them in a week. You can't even achieve them in a month. Stop worrying about having to do it all right away. All you have to do is take the first step. Like, what's the first thing that you can do today to move towards your goal? That's literally all you can do. You can't live tomorrow today, so why are you worrying about it? Everyone tries to think too far ahead. And literally, like, if I told you, all you have to do right now is 10 push-ups. Can you do 10 push-ups? Man, I mean, helping a lot of people, speaking on the biggest stages in the world, um, taking care of my family, you know, just every, just progression in all areas of life. Progression in everything. Making so much money that I can just give away more money than I ever thought I'd have. Like, I'm gonna give away more money in my lifetime than most people think they could even make. Hey, this is Aman and you are listening to a Think Unlimited podcast. Today we have Sean Michael Crane with us. Sean is a life coach. One thing that makes him different from you and me is he was imprisoned for seven years for a crime he didn't commit. Since returning home in 2017, he has helped hundreds of men from all over the world combat negative thinking, depression, addiction and living a life devoid of purpose. He helps his clients create discipline, confidence and clarity through a specific process that elevates their mindset and instills powerful habits. So here's the man himself, Sean Michael Crane. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, man. I'm glad to be here. Grateful to be here today. So excited to have you here and share your really, really amazing experience with the audience. So starting with that, the sentence I just mentioned in your bio, like why, what is the first reaction when you got this sentence from the code that you have to go to jail I mean, for the crime you didn't even commit? Yeah, it was the, the worst nightmare you could ever imagine. Like, have you ever had a nightmare where you wake up and then you realize it was a dream and you're relieved? Uh, it was like a nightmare that you never wake up from. And it's something that you never think could actually happen to you. You think that it can happen to other people. You've heard stories about it or you read stories or seen movies, but you just don't think you'll ever experience something like that. And it was the worst feeling in the world. I, I felt like my life was over. You know, I was so heartbroken. I was so depressed. I was just in disbelief. And um, man, I had to tap into a strength and ability within myself that I never knew I had. And the thing is, when we go through those types of situations, we find a depth within ourselves. Like we have to be resourceful, you know? So we find strength, we find courage, we find abilities within ourselves that we don't have to tap into in everyday life. And that's what changed my life is realizing that I was much more capable than I had proven to myself previously. And then really looking at that time in prison as the ultimate test and challenge for me in my life. And I remember just telling myself, if I can get through this five and a half years in prison, I'm going to have a great life. The rest of my life is going to be beautiful. And I just had to believe in that. So it's five and a half years, right? But I found on internet it was written seven years. That's why I said seven years. Well, I was sentenced to seven years. But when I was in prison, I, I had good behavior. I got four associate's degrees, which are college degrees. So they let me out early. So um, you know, when you get seven years of a sentence, you end up doing about six, right? And then from there, I got six months off my sentence for that good behavior and those college degrees I earned. So I ended up doing five and a half years, which I was in prison over 2000 days straight. 
that's really really long time five and a half years so you are into life coaching now so did you think about getting into life coaching when you were in the prison or after that yeah so you know at first when i was incarcerated you know i went through such a massive transformation the first year was me first of all coming to terms with my past and accepting my past and forgiving myself and other people for things that I was still angry about. You know, growing up, I came from a household where my parents were drinking alcohol every day. They were using drugs, they were fighting. And it was very difficult for me as a young person. And then at 14 years of age, my father went to prison himself and my mother left us. She abandoned me and my brother and sister. So I had so much shame, so much anger towards my parents. And what that did was it really, I, I just said, sabotage my life after that. I stopped trying in school. I stopped hanging out with the same friends I had. I really just went to a dark place. And so when I got into that jail cell, I had to come to terms with all these things. You know, I had to accept it and kind of go through a process of healing and forgiveness. And then when I did, you know, I felt like I, I had a clean slate. And then it was about, well, what can I do or to, to better myself? Who do I really want to become in this life? And that led me to, to every day start doing just whatever I could to improve, even if it was just one little thing. So I would wake up and I would clean my cell. I'd make sure it was really nice and immaculate. And after I cleaned my cell, I would work out. I would do a bunch of push-ups, squats. I would work out really hard every day. And then I would read and write. And that's what I was doing every single day. So by the time I got to prison, they had the college correspondence program. And then in prison, I'm still working out every day. I'm educating myself and I'm feeling better and better and better about who I'm becoming. And that's when the other inmates started noticing me and they started asking me questions about working out and how to get in shape or about my college degrees or about like just my mindset, and my attitude. They didn't know how I could be so motivated and positive every day. And I started mentoring inmates in prison and coaching them. And that's when I realized, man, I love helping people. This is what I want to do. I want to share my story and what I've learned and changed with others so they can do the same in their life. And so when I came home from prison, that was my mindset that I'm, I'm going to work with people. I'm going to be a coach. I want to help people. And so it was just this beautiful process that took place for me first, bettering myself every day and then being able to share that as a gift for other people to better themselves as well. That's really, really good. So, uh... Sean, you had a really, really, really hard past. So what do you think if you didn't have this hard past? It was the other way around. Your life was really easy. Your parents were with you. So how would you think your life would be with that scenario? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I'd be living a mediocre life at best. Um, I'd probably be addicted to drugs and alcohol still. I'd, I'd probably be dead. Like I know so many people who died that that were friends with me from back then uh family members because drugs and alcohol it's a real problem for people in the united states and worldwide you know people start drinking or using drugs to cope with their life and reality because they're unhappy but those drugs are lethal you know like you could take one pill and never wake up you know or, or you get drunk one time and fall over and hit your head like horrific things happen so I would be probably dead. And if I wasn't dead, I'd be living like an average life at best, you know, and that, that for me would be miserable. Absolutely. Because you had that heart burst and because of that, you are where you are that, 
Everyone should yeah, appreciate well, it. It just showed it showed me what was at stake in life and how quickly things can change. You know, we never think we'll be put in a situation like I was, or we never think we could, we could die or something could happen to us, but it happens to people all the time. And what my time of incarceration taught me was that life is very short and fragile and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We act like we do, but we don't. And we live like we know exactly what's happening next, tomorrow and next week. And we live like we're going to be here forever, but we're not. And so that's what prison taught me. And now I have a second chance to do it the right way. Exactly. So, Sean, in your opinion, what is the most important personality trait someone would need to become successful in a job as a life coach? Wow. I mean, confidence in themselves, honestly, belief in themselves. Like if you believe in yourself and you're confident in your ability, you're going to go after bigger things in life. But how do you become confident? Well, you have to do things every day that make you feel proud of who you are. So if you're not doing a number of things every day that you can look back on and feel proud of and grateful for, then you're not going to have the confidence to go after bigger goals in life. And you're probably going to settle for something less. Absolutely. And you don't have to settle for probably something much less than you were destined for. Okay, so... Uh, Sean? Yeah, exactly. How did you manage to grow your business so far? So just being open and honest and authentic on social media. So first of all, if you're a business owner, an aspiring coach or an entrepreneur, you need to leverage social media. Like on social media, you have unlimited amounts of connections. How do you think we connected? You're in India and I'm in California in the United States, right? So the internet is so powerful. Um, so what I did is when I came home, I started telling my story. And I started talking about the things that people are struggling with, like depression, uh, not having motivation, not having confidence, not having discipline, and how I used to have those issues, but what I did in prison to work through them and actually improve myself. So people started looking at me as someone who could help them because they saw I changed what they were currently struggling with while I was incarcerated. It's like, what's your excuse? If I did it in jail, why can't you do it right now? And so just over time, you know, every day posting content on social media, um, sharing my story, getting on podcasts, I was able to grow my brand and my awareness. And it's really about being authentic. You know, everyone wants to try to mimic and emulate other people and try to do things that you think people will like. But when you just are willing to be yourself and be honest and open and share what you know, share what you've been through, that authenticity draws people in and they're really attracted to that. Exactly. So, Sean, as everyone is dealing with some level of difficulties in the business, what are the most common difficulties you are currently facing? I mean, there's always going to be challenges in business as part of the journey, right? Uh, acquiring clients, um, you know, just the, the day in, day out, the amount of work you have to do. Um, for me, so I do personal development coaching and business coaching. So it's always about making sure I'm reaching enough people to help them to generate revenue to grow my business. Um, so I wouldn't say it's like, like bad challenges. They're more of just learning lessons. I think for most people, it's just lead generation. Like how do you generate enough people to sustain your business, to buy your products? Absolutely. That is the really main thing. You need to get your message to the people and transfer that message to the clients. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Sean, what is your growth plan? What is the what? What is your growth plan? 
the growth plan uh, is to continue showing up every day with a message that people feel on social media and then speak on big stages, right? You know, interview big celebrities and stars on podcasts to kind of leverage their audience and to get my name exposed and my story exposed. And it's just incremental growth over monumental changes. Like if you just show up every day and you know what you need to do to move forward in your personal and professional life, it's just the compounding effect that takes place over time. Exactly. So Sean, what is that one difficulties, one difficulty that most of your clients are facing? Um, consistency, because most like you have to do things that won't necessarily change your life today, but they'll change your life five years from now or a year from now. So you have to delay gratification for an extended period of time to get the results you want. Most people can't stay consistent because they want instantaneous results and it doesn't work that way. So people quit, they give up, they start, they stop. And that's the main thing that I'm seeing for pe in people is they just, they're not consistent long-term. Exactly. Being consistent is the really, really main thing. That just so you have, uh, you know about that Chinese bamboo tree. You have to water it for five years consistently. And uh, if yeah. you uh, miss one day, then it's going to die. Yep. Exactly. It's really, really hard uh, when you don't see any results, and but you have to put that work in. So what do you do in th that type of situations when you're not seeing results, but you know that if I put in a lot of effort doing it consistently, it will pay off. So what? how did you, how do well, you find your motivation? Yeah, there's an element of faith there that's required. Like if you know what you're doing is going to work long term, then you just have to stick it out. And you need to have faith and belief that if I keep going, if I keep trying, I'm going to get to where I want to go. But if you're doing things that aren't getting your results, like you also want to look at whatever you're doing and question it. Is this the most efficient way? Is there a better way? Am I missing something? That's why having mentors is so important. Because when you have mentors, they can see your next move, your next five moves before you can. And they're going to help you avoid mistakes that slow you down and really expedite the process for you. So anybody that's listening to this, if you want to grow a successful business or whatever you want to do, get around people who have the success you want, who are further ahead than you on the journey and learn from them. Ask them questions. That's going to be the best way that you can really avoid failure or avoid mistakes and get further ahead much quicker. Exactly. Because there's a saying that you cannot see your own nose but someone else can. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Sean, what is that one piece of advice, you have, the best piece of advice you've ever got? The best one. Oh, wow. The best advice I've ever got. That's such a good question, man. Um, I mean... I don't know if it's the best advice I've ever got, but it's what stands out to me the most. When I was getting ready to go to prison, my uncle, who was somebody I looked up to, came and visited me in jail. And I was hoping that he was going to tell me something that made me feel better. Uh, you know, we're always looking for like comfort in those tough times. And he said, hey, this too shall pass. And in the moment, it's not what I wanted to hear. I was like, okay, I know it'll pass, but I want help right now. You know, and what the lesson is there, sometimes we go through seasons of life where things aren't going our way or we feel like we can't catch a break, but it doesn't mean it's permanent. 
You know, it doesn't mean that that's the way things are going to be forever. So understanding that we do go through patterns and chapters in life and knowing that low moments aren't going to stay forever. Um, it, it gives us the faith and belief that we can overcome things. And that's really important because the people that are successful in life are just the ones that never quit and give up. But the people that quit and give up never know what they could have been or what they could have created. And that's the worst feeling in the world is never knowing. Exactly. Just like David Goggins says, that like when you pass away and God shows you this is the person you could have been, but you are here sitting around eating pizzas and yeah. watching TV shows. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Worst thing. So what is the worst piece of advice anyone has ever given to you? The worst advice. I mean, you hear a lot of people that say, oh, don't invest your money in coaches or like don't invest in personal development. It's a waste. You know, those are small minded people. Um, I mean, the worst advice. I don't know. I got a lot of bad advice from my dad <laughs> growing up. I love him, but he, you know. He wasn't really achieving at a high level. So, I mean, anyone that just puts limits on themselves and like doesn't believe in, in the impossible becoming possible. I don't, I don't listen to small minded people, anything that's negative or that restricts you. Like I'm not going to listen to that. Exactly. That, that will just limit you. You have, you are unlimited. The more knowledge you have, the more great you can be. Yeah. Okay, so Sean, if you had an extra ten thousand dollars of budget, how would you spend it, and why? If I had ten thousand extra dollars, yeah. If I had ten thousand extra dollars per month, um, I'd probably take a percentage and invest it into the stock market, and then I'd probably take you know a percentage and invest it in things that were gonna help me scale my business, so you get an ROI, you know. Um, you know, I've always invested heavily back into myself and my business. I don't really spend a lot of money on material items. Um, I'll take my family on trips. Like next week, we're going to Hawaii. Um, so I do things with my family. And then the other money, I reinvest back into my business or into the stock market, usually, for future um, for future gains. That would be really good. So you're investing in stocks. Are you investing in crypto as well? I did. I invested in crypto last year because um, I had a good friend of mine who took his portfolio to four, from $4,000 to $5 million. Um, and so he was showing me how he was doing it. Yeah. So I invested into crypto, but obviously it crashed since then. So I'm just being patient. What I learned with um, investing is like, you have to just be patient, never use money that you can't afford to lose. Like all the money that I invest in crypto, Bitcoin, or just the stock market, I could lose it all and I'd be fine. So if you're investing money that you're really worried about losing, you shouldn't invest it. You have to, the amount of money you invest in any stocks or crypto or Bitcoin needs to be money that you're okay with losing and you'll still be fine. And that way, when you do it, there's no emotional attachment there and you don't pull it out right when the stock drops, you keep it in and long-term it goes back up and then you can cash out. Exactly, because there are some people when it goes up, they buy it. When it goes down, they sell they're yeah. like looping in this cycle. You need to yeah, have exactly. much more knowledge when you're investing. Yeah, it's the okay. opposite. So, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so, Sean, what are the some mistakes that you made and how could you have avoided them? Oh, gosh. Tons of mistakes. I mean, doing drugs and alcohol at a young age. Um, not really trying in school. 
not going to college, not playing sports in school, um, hanging out with the wrong kids. You know, I really think we have to go through stuff in life that we regret or things that are bad to learn the lesson. It's really hard to just be be born knowing everything. Like we learn through trial and error as human beings, right? So for anyone listening, don't beat yourself up over past mistakes or things that you've done wrong. Learn from them. You know, I have a saying that I use all the time. It's like, I don't lose. I either win or I learn. And that's such a, a important mindset for you to really cultivate because too many people stay stuck in the present moment because they're still upset about the past. And you can't change the past. All you can do is be your best self right now in this moment. If you do that, everything else takes care of itself. It really does. Exactly. You just have to focus on the future and live in the present. Yeah. Okay. So, Sean, in your opinion, what makes a good team? I know that you have really, really big teams. So, what's your opinion on that? What makes a good team? Well, you have to have a good leader. First of all, you have to have a leader that is a great example that doesn't tolerate anything less than the standard um, that lives in integrity with you know the values, the mission. They just embody what those other team members want to be or look up to, right? So it's all about the leadership, and and the team is going to rise to a level of leadership that's in position. So if the leadership's here, the team's going to rise to here. That's the standard. But if you hold the standard up here, like people are going to rise to that standard, and then. Get rid of people that aren't willing to meet that standard. Don't tolerate anybody living below that standard because, you know, you're only str as strong as your weakest link. That's true. And one, you know, one bad apple, as they say, could corrupt every everything around you. It could compromise everyone else. Absolutely. You have to get that really, really good team. Set up the expectations. Yeah. And, okay, so, uh, Sean, what are you most excited about in the years to come? Man, I mean, helping a lot of people, speaking on the biggest stages in the world, um, taking care of my family, you know, just every just progression in all areas of life, progression and everything, making so much money that I can just give away more money than I ever thought I'd have. Like, I'm going to give away more money in my lifetime than most people think they can even make. I didn't always think that way, you know, but now I see what's possible. And it's like, I just want to live every moment in, in all aspects of life to the fullest. So healthiest person I've ever been mentally, physically, and spiritually, best father and husband, best speaker in the world, speaking on the biggest stages, best coach in the world, helping as many men as I can worldwide with my programs. Um, and, you know, just blessing people financially and showing people what's possible so they can do the same in their own life. Awesome. So Sean, I was just watching your recent episode with Bradley. So what was the experience with him? Yeah. I mean, Brad's awesome. You know, I just saw him, um, Two weeks ago, I went to Arizona uh, and met with him and Andy Elliott and watched how they ran an event and uh, how they lead their team. And, you know, it was awesome. I mean, being on those bigger platforms around people who are successful, it's exciting because that's where I want to be. That's where we all want to be. So you you kind of get around those people who are having that level of success and you can really learn from them and uh, it helps so much. So I love it. Absolutely, though. You are the sum of people, five people who you hang around with. That is a really good saying. Yeah, it's really true, man. It is. Okay, so Sean, what is your favorite quotation? The quote which motivates you all the time when you read it? Well, can you see the one up there? I don't know if you could see it. It says, how bad do you want it? Um, 
that's okay. something that I came up with actually when I was incarcerated. I remember I had a little like a post-it note, you know, and I wrote how bad do you want it and put it on my cell wall. And every day I'd look at those words and it just reminded me of what was at stake for me and how hard I had to work to rebuild my life. Anytime I saw those words, I'd, I'd get up and take action. So how bad do you want it? I mean, anytime you're complaining about, you know, something that you have to do in your life, anytime you have a negative thought process, like ask yourself, how bad do you want to be successful? How bad do you want to achieve your goals? How bad do you want it? And then prove it. Exactly. That's success doesn't come to those who are really, uh, who really want it, but the people who are really, really hungry for it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Sean, what is that one question you wish I'd ask you and how would you have answered it? What was the one question you w I wished you asked me? Yeah. I mean, you asked me a lot of good questions, honestly. Um, you know, you could, I mean, about my family, maybe about my family, right? Uh, I have my wife, Jessica, and our three children, Mason, Preston, and Scarlett, and they're my world. Here's the thing for anyone listening. Like, you all want to be successful. You want to make money and do something great in your life. But none of it matters if you neglect your family. You have to keep them a priority and dedicate time and energy and focus to them every day. Otherwise, you'll get to the end of your life. And even if you have a billion dollars, you'll regret the time that you didn't spend with your family. The money and all that stuff doesn't bring you the joy and the peace you're after, right? It's becomes becoming someone you're truly proud of and that you love and then sharing that person with the people you spend this life with. That's the ultimate level of success. Exactly. You have to stay close with your family because they are the people who will support you in every situation. Exactly. Okay, so uh, Sean, you have written a book. Please tell us uh, something interesting about that book, what you've written in that. And please uh, tell the name as well. Yeah, so if you can see it, it's Prison of Your Own. Um, I wrote this book because I want people to know that being in a physical prison is not as bad as being in a mental prison. You know, most people live trapped in a mental prison that restricts them from being who they really want to be. And they don't realize that they're the ones that have created that mental prison and they're actually keeping themselves captive. So I wrote it because I wanted to illustrate how I found freedom in a prison cell and inner peace and how I broke down those internal barriers that hold most people back to create a life of purpose, fulfillment, and everything that we all want. And so I want people to know it's possible for all of you, but you have to start thinking differently. You have to change your beliefs. You have to change your actions. And you have to know that your life is temporary and you're going to die. So you should live it like you only have one. Exactly. So also, I am also planning to order your book and uh, I'm looking forward to receiving in it, receiving it and uh, going through all the things you have mentioned in that and will, would love to get your feedback as well. Yeah, I love that. So uh, one more thing that please tell us that one thing that you have mentioned in your book, which is really, really important for all the people. One thing that I mentioned in the book. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, there's so many gems. There's so much wisdom in here. Um, so I'll, sh I'll share one. I mean, self-imposed adversity. So if you don't challenge yourself daily or do really big, scary, challenging things in your life, you're never going to really tap into your, your inner strength and the attributes you possess. 
So like I love to do endurance training, long runs, workouts, stuff like that, because it forces me to to tap into a strength and resolve within myself that we don't use in ordinary life. So the more that you do that, the more you're going to grow and the more your confidence and conviction is going to grow. And the more likely it is you'll be able to achieve success in business or you'll live a better life. You'll strive for more because you see what you're capable of. So that's something that everyone should be doing every day in their life. Exactly. Also, Sean, there are a lot of people who have really, really big goals. They have really big ambitions that when they see their ambitions so big, they get lazy. They don't even want to put in the work for that. What do you say to them? Yeah, I mean, you can't achieve those goals overnight. You can't achieve them in a week. You can't even achieve them in a month. Stop worrying about having to do it all right away. All you have to do is take the first step. Like, what's the first thing that you can do today to move towards your goal? That's literally all you can do. You can't live tomorrow today, so why are you worrying about it? Everyone tries to think too far ahead. And literally, like, if I told you, all you have to do right now is 10 push-ups. Can you do 10 push-ups? Right? So versus if I told you you have to do a 1,000 in an hour, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, how can I do that? You just have to break it down into smaller manageable chunks and just focus your energy there. And if you do that, you're going to start getting further ahead and realize, wow, I'm doing it. Like I'm actually doing it. And that's going to give you the courage to keep going. Exactly. That is the really main thing. You have to keep your goals in some small steps. And then eventually when you are conquering those small steps, you will reach your goal. So thanks a lot, Sean, for giving your time and sharing your really amazing and unique experience with the audience. I hope they have learned a lot of new things from you because you had really hard past and what you have become right now is doesn't have to matter with your past. It's because you have thought of that and you have achieved those all things. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Awesome. So thanks a lot, guys, for watching. If you want to ask any other questions to Sean, you can just go on his Instagram profile and you can just text him or you can email him. You will get both the things on his Instagram, which is... Yeah, Sean M. Crane on Instagram. And then you can visit my website, seanmichaelcrane.com. Okay, awesome. So guys, make sure to visit Sean's website as well. So have a great day, guys. Keep watching, keep listening. <laughs>